Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. E.D. Yo. Yo, did they, did they hit us with the okie doke? Like, did, did Kyle and Shan and, and all sources... <laughs> The sources, sources get us with, with, with the okie Sources, dope. man, never trust sources. <laughs> never source, source. sources. So you know, sources live right next to day. They said. <laughs> they <Okay>. said. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Well, you know what we're getting into on this show, uh, the, fo- the first post-draft edition uh, of the pod in, in 2021, Trey Lance is the man. Niners ended up taking him at number three. We're going to dive into this, uh, dive into the pick, dive into the decision. Um, was it was the decision really the decision? We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. There's I, I still got some questions, ED. I still got some questions. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about uh, the rest of the Niners draft as well. But, of course, we always want to remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button, go ahead and hit that like button on your mm-hmm. subscription service. Um, hit us up on, on social media. Be involved and get a part of the show. Be involved in part of the show at, at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. As always, uh, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, so Trey Lance, um, all this talk, all this talk, all this talk about Mac Jones. Mac Jones is the guy. Uh, you, you you look at some of the websites. Uh, Chris Sims shocked. Other people shocked um, that that it was that it was Trey Lance. Um, you, we 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 figured it would be one of the two, right? Like I, I was holding. I was a little wishful thinking on my part. I was holding out hope that maybe it'd be neither, and and it would be Justin Fields. But look, if Lance is in the colors, I'm rocking. With him, right? That's that's yeah, that, that, I, that's cool. how that, that that's how that's how that works. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't have questions, Ed. Um, but you first, always have questions. I always have questions. But before yeah, we get in, into into my questions and, and, and my conspiracy theories and all and all that, um, you hear the pick and it's Trey Lance. You know, what's your first uh, your first reaction upon hearing it? All good, all good. And just like okay, wow, wow. Um, the number one thing that hit me was, okay, I like it. And I put out a tweet. I said, Kyle is um, who, I, who I hoped he was and who I thought he was. Um, by that, I mean that pick. And the entire time I was saying, you, you know me, I was like, whoever comes into the colors, that's my guy because he has to be my guy until he proves that he's not my guy by not playing well. Um, and, and that was it. But when they picked Trey, the – what that showed me is that Kyle believes that it's about players' talent and execution on the field as opposed to the system. And that's what I wanted to see. And that's what this pick was going to prove to me. When I saw a quarterback, you know, okay, first of all, are you going to stay at that spot? Or are you going to pick the quarterback? You stayed at that spot. As soon as I heard the selections in, who is it? Which quarterback? Now, now I see, and that was that's what I was hoping. Because if you think it's the system, if you think it's your X's and O's and your play calls, then you are going to limit uh, your ability to win. And because by that, I mean because this is the thing. You know, one of my isms. I've told you this a long time ago on the Eric pod before the pod, the pod after the pod. pod. Um, if you do everything a coach tells you to do exactly the way a coach tells you to do it every single time 
the coach tells you to do it. You are doing just enough to get beaten. Because mm-hmm. X's and O's don't move on paper. Mm-mm. They don't. And so when you get on the field, you got to now utilize your ability as a pro. Your knowledge, your physical ability, uh, your understanding of the game to beat the human being that's standing in front of you. Because that's not an X or an O. It's an actual person. And what can you pull out? So that's what that showed me. And that's why I was like, okay. Because Kyle is play caller supreme. Kyle is um, play developer. And um imagination uh, of a new play concept supreme you still need more than that because you can't call the perfect play every play every snap and you need guys that can make plays so that's what i wanted to see that so that that was my initial thought when i saw that happen and i was like okay i like it i i i now see that you can get to a different height, a different level. And Kyle says, okay, I need somebody else that can utilize their skill sets uh, beyond what I call. Yeah. What'd you think? My my first reaction was a little surprised because I I thought by that point I had really, I had just resigned to the fact that it was going to be Jones, right? And so I I was already – I was already ready for so that. Had I. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was already ready for that. I was like, okay, well, you know, here it is, Mac Jones, right? And so, uh, a little shocked, a little stunned. Not, not gonna lie about that. Um, I think the one thing that stuck out to me is something that you and I have talked about on this pod before, and it's the feeling of Kyle maybe wanting to move to kind of what you just mentioned—a a player that's a, a little bit more dynamic, a player that can. Uh, make some stuff happen that can extend some things um, a little bit more athletic if you will and and so um, he went that route and 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 by going that route obviously Lance was the selection um, I think this really this really made sense to me and and it started to make sense when they held his his pro day, right? And, and they had John Beck go out there and work with him. And Kyle and John mm-hmm. have a relationship, and, and they scripted it, and, and they had Beck work on certain things with him, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of investment for a guy you're not going to draft. Um, and, and, and in my opinion, that's just the way I, I, I looked at it. And yeah. so – um, and so ultimately, once he was actually the pick, um, it, it definitely made sense. Um, I, I felt all along Jones – I had resigned to the fact that it was going to be Jones, but prior to that, I, I felt he was a smokescreen, um, and, and, and I, I, I believe that's that that's essentially what happened. I mean, Jones was a smokescreen uh, the entire time, um, or at least that's 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 how it that's how it appears to be right now. Um, I, I know that there's some there's some thought out there that 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 maybe it wasn't a smokescreen. Maybe maybe Kyle really did like Mac Jones a lot. Maybe there was something to that. Um like so 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 I, I believe that. I, I believe that Kyle did like him. I I've said the entire time. I, I the top five guys, I believe all of them could be successful in the NFL. So you know you can you can we can gauge down the road what level of success they rise to. But I mean they all of these guys have an opportunity to be starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So I can see him liking Mac Jones, um, and so I never doubt that. I never doubted that. But the question is, where, what direction did you want to go in? Because you know, and I had heard a lot that sort of, uh, especially when I heard uh, you know how how Dad liked him, uh, you know, and I know the influence that Dad has. Um, but you know what? Maybe see, and I was saying the whole time when everyone was like, you know, John Lynch doesn't have a say. John Lynch doesn't do this. Well, John Lynch was always in the um, Trey Lance camp, um, and uh, but maybe the entire time that's who he was on. But this is looking at it, and I'm like you. I had kind of, I, I was kind of like, okay, it's gonna be Jones because you know all all the things, all the tea leaves were saying that, um, um, and but. Looking at it right now, and this is this is the Trey Lance things. I because Jones and Garoppolo. I personally, um, I think more so than a lot of people, I am I'm happy with Garoppolo's past 
I am thrilled that Garoppolo is here in the present, but I'm excited about the potential of Trey Lance and where he can go when his time comes. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how I'm looking at it right now. I said before, I don't want Jimmy to go anywhere because we're resetting that window. So I kind of like everything that's happened. I'm happy with what Jimmy has done because I know he can take me to a Super Bowl. I've seen him do it. I don't have to question it. I'm thrilled that he's here right now because this is a Super Bowl roster. And I said it before. I'm going to say it again. This is a Super Bowl roster. This team has a chance to win a chip this year with Jimmy quarterback. And I'm, and I'm excited moving down the road what we could possibly have in five. In five. Man, I wish I could have gotten my five. I asked for it. When I came out of college, I, that's that's why I got 25. I think I told you that before. No, I, but, I, just I never knew this story. No. Yeah, yeah, because I, I couldn't get I couldn't get number five. They wouldn't let us do it. Um, but yeah, I was number I was number five. So I um, and that's that's the first thing when they asked me what number you want, and uh, they wanted to give me 22. That was Tim because they traded Tim McHire to draft me, and I was like, I don't want his number. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want that. And and I and they were like, what number you want? I said, I want number five. And they, they just laughed. They chuckled. They were like, you can't wear five. I was like, why not? I've been wearing five all, all this time. Why can't I wear five? And, you know, they told me the old NFL rules. I'm like, well, that sucks. So I got 25. That's that's how I ended up in two five. Yeah, long, long overdue for them to change that rule. They, they finally just changed it uh, this offseason, um, which I'm, I'm happy about. I, I, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it, it doesn't – it never made sense in the first place. They just decided that these are the numbers. And once you once you get out there, guys are going to get used to them. It, it, you know, you, you do your study. You do your math on uh, – when you come out of the huddle and you count, and, and then you move on. Guys, guys will get used to it, just like they do in college and everything else. Uh, hell, in college, you have you you'll have games where you got you know two guys, three guys with the same number. Man, as, as an announcer, hey, t- tell me not, about it. Used to, not man, fun. Runs me crazy. Runs not fun. Me crazy, like, all right, well, this two plays offense. This two plays. Which two is this out here on special teams now? Which which oh, one is that? My, tell me about it, man. You call the college games. You 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 know we're up in the booth looking at each other like you have got to be kidding Who me. Is, Come on, man. This guy. Now, now that's one rule I wish they would get rid of. <laughs> for, for for those of us that actually call games, yeah, that's got to go. Doubling up on the numbers, yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> um, time now for a, a word from Kanan. Look, sun shining. We're we're mm-hmm. we're we're, get, we're inching closer and closer to summer. I'm a summer baby, Ed. So you know, I I, I love that time of year and, and You're the oil baby. The <laughs> the anticipation. Uh, mm-hmm. of, of summer right now, like I, I can feel it. Like to me, and and, and my, my my wife and I, we go back on on this all the time. To to me, the official first day of summer is actually at the end of this month. It's it's Memorial Day. I I bookend it. I go Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's summer for me. Um, and, and so I I kind of made up my own okay. rule, made up my own rules that way. But look, it's time to make our outdoor experiences better. And we can do that with Canaan. K A E. N-O-N. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian heart handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Impossible to scratch. That means they made them just for me. Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's CANONCAST15. Canon, clearly better. Uh, he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast. So, ED, when you hear Kyle say immediately after the draft, um, Trey was the guy all along. Mm-hmm. You buying that? Um. Yes. I'm buying that, and the re- the reason I'm buying that the, the only the other the only other guy I and I said it I said I think he would have taken Wilson if Wilson had dropped. So that's the only other person. Just looking at it, that's the only other person that I think he he may have um, said okay I I like this guy. Um, I, I don't know I, I I wasn't there I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been there on that one. Um, but I, I, I believe if, if I have to just go on the side, if it's a yes or no, I'm going to say yes, because they drafted him. 
they had they could have selected Fields. They could have selected Jones. They drafted Trey, and they drafted the one and done. It's a it's a big risk. That's, there is that's nothing safe. New game, right? In, in football, no, yeah. Yes, there is nothing safe. The safe choice, the safest choice was Mac Jones because you know that Mac Jones is ready to be an NFL quarterback. You know that it's it's obvious he's ready to run an NFL office. He's ready to be an NFL quarterback. That's the safest choice. Now, how good is he going to be doing it? I don't know. There are a lot of guys that can run NFL um, offenses. They can get in the huddle and call the plays and run offense, but they don't um, play well. Ask Cleveland. They they grab them all. They've grabbed them for decades. Guys that <laughs> that guys that can call plays but can't play the game. Um, so there is nothing safe about that choice. That's that is a that's a. Um, that's a hero or, or goat selection because if he does well, you are, you, I mean, you know what, they'll, they'll be telling stories and writing songs about you in the Bay. Um, if he doesn't, you're fired. Yeah. The, the, yeah. It, it, it's that simple. The front office is fired. If you, if you don't win with this guy at that selection, especially when you go out with someone who doesn't uh, have a lot of film. Who who hasn't played and 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 that's one of those things. I mean, a true one and done at the quarterback position, you don't get that. Uh, so uh, that's what that's that's the thing about it. You you were betting on on this guy's ability, and it, it, this is what I love about it. Like I said earlier, it shows that you that it's not the system. You're not just betting on your system. You're not just betting on your ability to call the right play. You're not betting on your ability to your ability to break down a defense and and um, break down that defense coordinator and say, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to teach you how to do this. You're saying, I want somebody, and I'm betting on this player's ability to do what I've seen on film. When, when things ain't there, make a play. When things go wrong, bail us out. When um, everything is right, and I got the easy place sitting in front of you. Wow us. Yeah. So that's that's what that's what it it seems to me um, the expectation of Trey Lance is. So so this was this was the question I had, and and I was on I was on radio up up in Sacramento with, with Jason Ross and Doug Christie. Those guys always have a good time with those guys, and and they they asked you know like our are Kyle and John attached to the hip, meaning this doesn't work, or both of them out? And, and and my whole thing was the only way I see that not happening is if if John just pulled a flex, like we talked about last week, right? If he said, "Look, mm-hmm. Lance is my guy. Lance is the guy. He's going to be our guy. That's it, right?" And if if that if that's what it was. Then, then that's the only cir- circumstance I can see in which they both wouldn't wouldn't depart together. Um, Agreed. And, and of but that's course, not the case. And, and look, they're they're going to go in front of the media. They're they're going to show face, right? They're going to they're going to say to all of us that they were on you know one accord on on the same page. Um, I'm not sure that I actually buy it though. In all honesty, like I, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm not sure that I don't buy into the fact that Lance was the guy the whole time. I think. I think there was some serious debate. I think they finally came to a, a conclusion. Whether it was Lynch coming to a conclusion or they came together to a conclusion, I think that remains to be seen. But I think we'll see. Um, you know, Can it, I, if, it, if it if it if it doesn't work out. Uh, uh, let me, well, th- this is what I'm going to jump in on now. I do believe that it was the guy, and now this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, number one. They're going, yes, they are going to show uh, unity publicly. But you don't have to say, um, this was my guy from the very start. Nor do you have to say, well, this guy, well, he called me back in February saying, I love this guy. Let's let's do all of this. So they have both publicly admitted that they were all in. And so, yeah, they, they are going, the, the ship would sink together. They would both go get run out of town together. Um, I do believe so. The other aspect of it is I, I believe that it could be their guy and it could have been their guy and there could have been a love affair from the start because what, have I, what did I tell you? You don't select the quarterback at three that you like. Yeah, you, you, you got to be in, in you, love. 
you in love. Mm-hmm. You are you Cupid has shot arrows all through the building. You don't draft the guy that you like. You I'm I'm sorry. You don't do not when you have a quarterback that you like. You they like Jimmy. You know how I know it? He says it every day. He said Kyle says it. John says it. Oh, you hear him all the time say, We like Jimmy. Jimmy's our guy. We want Jimmy to be here. We like. They use the like word for Jimmy all the time. Yeah. Not one time. You know, so but but we know I I know you like him, but you you just showed me that you love you love this kid. That's why you drafted him number three overall. Because you love him. Yeah, and so that and that's the thing. And and some of this stuff is starting it, with, with that premise, some of it, it's it's beginning to add up. It's beginning to make sense, right? I mean, you move up for the guy. Obviously, you take the guy there at three. Um, and then there's also the talk about you know, well, Jimmy's going to be here. We don't plan on Jimmy plan on Jimmy going plan on having Jimmy go anywhere, right? And so, yeah, many, I believe that. Many people believe Lance of the five, you know, of the five quarterback, five top quarterbacks of this draft, Lance is the one who needed the most time, right? So that that would make perfect sense that. Um, you know, Jimmy isn't isn't going I, anywhere, right? That that Jimmy is going to stay here. I just I disagree with that um, because Lance is Lance is the one that has the most experience running pro style offenses. So the question, and this is the thing that I, that I said before, and and um, and as the offseason goes, I'll get more into it, especially when we hit training camp. Um, uh, Lance, uh, Kyle said it. Kyle made a statement that. Um, there is no quarterback competition. And I love this. And, and, th- and this is what I like when coaches are real. Because like I always said, people always talk about this guy can win his job, lose his job, and all this stuff. Opportunities are given and taken. You can't win a player's job. Yeah. You can't take a player's job. That's not, what, that's not how it works. Opportunities are given and taken. And I love what Kyle said. Kyle said there is no competition because um, – Trey Lance is not remotely in position to compete. He doesn't know the playbook. He doesn't know. He doesn't know the verbiage. He doesn't know the players. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know his way around the city to, to get from his apartment to the to the field yet. So there is no. So there is no competition. So he knows. And I like Kyle. Like Jimmy is the best quarterback on our team. I know that. I love how he said that. So. This so it's the question is does does um, Trey Lance make it close? That's when it gets tricky because Trey shouldn't be close to Jimmy this year. The competition it, there, there is no competition. He doesn't know the offense. Jimmy has three years in this offense. There's no way Trey is going to be as smooth with everything. I mean, even down to just calling plays, he's going to be thinking, what am I doing on these things? It's, it's going to be second nature to, to Jimmy. So if Trey gets – if it gets close, if Trey learns everything, if Trey gets comfortable, if he learns everything, I'm sorry. If the, if the competition is close because it shouldn't be. If it's close, if it gets to where there is a close competition to where you start to question whether or not he's ready – you push the reset button. You, you have even, you, even you with have this no choice. roster that's that's ready to win right now. You have no choice but to push the reset button. If because of all the things we just said about the ability to possibly wow, to make a play that's not there, to not have to call the perfect play and still have great results. If all, if all of those things are still in his bag, if he's carrying those tools in his tool chest, and the, the understanding of the offense and being ready to run the offense and lead the man in the huddle, it's close to Jimmy. I don't expect him to exceed Jimmy, but if it's even close, yeah. You drafted him number three. You pressed the reset button. If he's if he's if he if it's close, if he's ready to play, and guys will see it and you'll know it as a player. You put that guy on the field. That's what it happens at every position. You're like, okay, it's his time. That's how I got on the field. It wasn't that the guy playing in front of me. I mean, Daryl Pollard had just started in the Super Bowl. Tim McKayer had just started in the Super Bowl for the previous year. And they traded Tim and then they drafted me and they put me behind um the other guy. One other one other aspect of this I, I kinda wanna get to um before we we move off lines. We gotta get to some of the other guys as well. But um 
has the Aaron Rodgers door closed? And, and when I say that, I mean, is do you see a scenario in which Lance could have potentially been a pick for the Packers? No, they picked a guy last year that they like. No, they already have that guy. They already have their Lance on their roster. Remember, they did that. They did that last season. So it doesn't. It doesn't make. But sense we don't know. If we, we don't know if they like that guy though. Um. Well. Well. If you don't like that guy, if you don't, you're right. We don't know if we if you like that guy. Jordan loves um, who we're talking about. Can, that's can that's who, you, who yeah. they picked in the first round last year. We don't. We don't. I mean, we haven't seen him, right? So we we have no idea if if they like him or not. And they can quiet as kept. They can move on from him and get something back in return for him because no one's seen him. Well, this is true. I know they love the guy. I'll tell you why I know they love him. Because they pissed off Aaron Rodgers to get him. Huh. So they don't like him. You're right. I don't know if they like him. I know they love him. Okay. Um. So so and I, so that's that's what I'm saying. You they, they wouldn't have done that to their MVP, um, if they weren't ready. That's what Green Bay does too. They don't really care, uh, because they do everything through the draft and they and they develop their talent that way, that way. That's how they do. They they're real scarce on their free agents. Always have been. That's just a part of the way that organization builds their team, uh, and we all, everybody knows it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went through the exact same thing, so I don't think that that was a pick for. I don't think that was a pick. So, um, is the Aaron Rodgers thing over? Nothing's ever over if you are willing to have a fire sale like Houston had with um, Nuke. If you're if you're willing to have a fire sale. Give somebody away. If you want to give Aaron Rodgers away for a seven-rounder the way they did DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to take him. He's Aaron Rodgers. Of course you're going to do it. Um, but if they're, but if you're trying to if you're trying to get ones and do all these things and everything, they're, they're not going to do that because, what have I said, you can't have two quarterbacks that you're in love with. They're in love with the kid they just drafted. They've always loved Aaron Rodgers and would love the hair of Aaron Rodgers. But you can't love both of them, and I don't think I don't think that they are going to go with the short-term fix when they think that they have found someone. I'm sure they believe they found their own Aaron. Yeah, that's yeah. So I don't I don't see that happening. No. Um, kind of put a button on Lance here, and we're going to talk about Lance a bunch this offseason, obviously. But um, uh, there's a story out there that that Jed York reached out to Frank Gore, and Frank Gore got back to him and said. Mm-hmm. You 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 got to take Lance. If you if you you move all that and, and you're in that position, you got to take a guy that's going to be able to make some stuff happen. Um, and and he uh-huh. he he felt that that and I'm paraphrasing here, but he felt that Lance yeah. was that guy. And so um, he 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 pretty much put his seal of approval on Lance. And uh, not sure, I, I I'd imagine I'm not sure how how far that went. I imagine it, it, it may have went a long way in that room. Um, Especially um, yeah, it does. Jed, you know, reached out to him uh, about it. Yeah, uh huh. Because Frank, believe me, um, and so I talked with Frank. Um, Frank and I talked a long time. Probably talked about an hour about this, and um, and he said pretty much the same thing. Um, by he he was he he had a lot of really good things to say about Lance. Um, after looking at him and all this stuff, that like that was his guy. We kind of went through everybody, talked about everybody, but he was like, "That's that's the one." And and his belief is that this is someone that can win a championship, um, just from from what he's seen and and how he you know his investigating. So so yeah, but that that obviously carried a you know, you know. I don't I don't know how much weight it carries. We never know how much weight it, we, it carries when one of the guys asks you, but. Um, it, it it never hurts when you are in in agreement with what everybody else is thinking. It never hurts a player. Uh, so Niners had um, they they take Lance obviously uh, third mm-hmm. overall, seven picks uh, total in this draft. Um, they listened to me. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I said a quarterback is great, but we don't need a quarterback because we got Jimmy. What I said we need running back help. We need O line help. We need secondary help. Yes. Um, so they got. I think they, I think, I think they kind of listen, right? Yeah, they they did. They did. Um, just to round, round it off with Aaron, they went they second round pick. They went Aaron Banks, uh, guard out of out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a couple mm-hmm. couple guards, Jalen Moore, that got him in the fifth round out of Western Michigan. 
So look, we you, call you, that O line help. Yeah, yep. you you got you beef up you beef up the line there. Um, mm-hmm. Trey Sermon is an interesting pick to me. Uh, third round pick. Um, he's a guy I watched him, you know, quite a bit in in college, mm-hmm. and and he's shown um, some flashes, but not the not the speedster that some of these other guys are, right? Um, so a little different mold, a little different prototype than maybe a, a radio or a or or a Wilson. Um, but I mean, he's he's a guy that that has the opportunity to be special, and and, and you, you ta- you've talked about it. You talked about uh, your your guy, you know, uh, the running backs coach, um, and and they were in constant communication throughout this whole process. He and, he and Trey Sermon, um, your guy Bobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Turner, yeah. Well, Bobby's going to know how to do it. And the thing about it is, Sermon is very good in that zone run scheme that they're going to run. So so in Kyle's system, and and what happens, and um. And, and this, Frank told me this. This is funny. Frank said this. He was like, "Man, I have never in my life been in an offense where um, I don't get touched, where I can get that much space." And and he said it's amazing how Kyle designs plays, and he knows a lot of Bobby's well. How they design plays to where running backs are out in space and they don't get touched. And he and he said even when he said if we're getting ready to play a team. And I'm looking at the film, and they're playing the 49ers offense. He he was like, I don't even watch it. He said, I tell the guys, don't even watch that. He was like, because that's not, it ain't gonna be like that for us. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, the way our plays are designed. He was like, I'm not gonna be in space like that. I'm not gonna have that type room to run. And he was like, these guys have room. It's it's different the way the Niners run scheme works, the way their zone runs are um, hit, and the and the spacing that the players have at the running back position to decide what they want to do. And the, and the kids that they drafted work well in that system and they'll, and I think they'll be able to perform well in it, even, even without um, being the, the straight out speedster. And even certain when they sit, you sit there and talk about him, I hadn't seen him get caught from behind too many times. No, very true. Very true. I, I, and, and football speed is different, right? I mean, then, then, then your 40 speed. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, some no, guys, I, some guys the, play fast. Some, yeah, yeah, there, there's yeah, something some, to that. Some guys, yeah, there, there, there are some guys that are just downright fast and they they run the forty and but you get on the field, they're different. Just, just like Dion, like there are guys that have that ran a faster forty than Dion um, at the combine. Um, there, Dion is the fastest human being I've ever seen in person on a football field in my life. I, I've never ever seen anybody as fast on game day. As Deion Sanders, I've seen him. I've seen him run down and past four, three guys, yeah, like like literally. I, I I saw him get fooled on a double move. I'll never forget when Mike Haynes beat him on a double move, faked him. Deion fell, literally fell, hands on the ground, stumbling, and caught. But not only did he catch back up to Mike, but was three yards on the other side of Mike, diving for the overthrow. When when the ball was, was by the time the ball got there, wow. So 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 there so there's a different type of speed on the field, and it, and a lot of it has to do with understanding where you're going and how comfortable you are. Um, there are some guys who never play fast. I, you know, Tyrone Poole's a guy, another guy. He was a four three guy that was so tense and worried about everything early on in his career that he never played fast like that. Never play, and, and and I say he's he's the second he's the second best athlete I think I've ever been around compared to um Dion. I, I su- you, uh, go ahead. You know, I, I suppose this wasn't the draft for this. Um, there wasn't wasn't a lot said about some of the really the defensive line as a whole, right? They, 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 there weren't really high 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 remarks about those on the, on the defensive line in this draft, well, def- as yeah. well as edge rushers. Um. Also, um, well, they but they addressed that in free agency. So I think it was very smart the way they've done this thing, because in the free agency, we look at what they were doing and even guys that were like, I don't know if he's really that guy, but they 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 added some depth. You, 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 I, they are going to you can see how they're going to try and utilize guys maybe a little differently, because remember, you got a different defensive coordinator as well. Yeah. I doubt if it's going to change differently, but you're always going to have a different mind saying, this is what I like to do, and and I need these type of players to do that. And it could be one of those situations, because I remember like when Ahmad Plummer came, 
Like, if you remember Ahmad Plummer. Yeah, I remember Ahmad Plummer. When, when Ahmad Plummer first got there, I remember standing there with Vic Fangio. And Ahmad had, had done a whole lot in his career up until that point. And Vic Fangio came to me and he told me, he, he said, he said, he pointed to him. He said, that kid right there, he said, I guarantee you, he is going to destroy people this year. And, 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 he, and he just said, he said, they've just been using him the wrong way. And I was like, really? And I, he was like, because he was still trying to learn the position. He, he said they, they've just simply been asking him to do the wrong thing. He said it's not that he can't do it. They've just been asking him to do the wrong thing. And they haven't let him do what he does best. And Ahmad went out there and started destroying people and was part of some great defenses that they had. And, and that could be the case right now. So, you know, free agency, they do that. You get your run game. We know how important the run game is um, for Kyle's offense to be successful. You and you get how do you get your run game better? You get old line help, you get running back help. They did that. Um, I think it was necessary. And then the secondary, you got to get some guys that get their hands on the ball. I think they kind of touched on that as well. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about Ambry Thomas, the, the corner out of Michigan they took in the third um, round? Um, that well, you well, you get a kid in the third round. The expectations is that he should be a starter for you at some point. Um, um, you know, this is this is the guy, and I I think that he's been used on you know as a return guy. He's been used at offense on on offense at times um, throughout his his entire football career. So he's comfortable with the ball in his hands. I, I like the fact again, guys that um, are after the ball and and um, are are able to make plays on the ball. That's what you have to have. And um, the physical tools to compete at, at you know, at a high level. I, I, that's why I really like the fact that they got somebody in by the third round in the secondary, because that, that's, like I said, that's a start, that's starting talent, um, which raises, it raises the tie. So the DB room um, gets more competitive. And that's when you get your best. When you got a when you got a bunch of dogs in there, man, and the dudes are out every day competing, and it's to a point to where you know I better make my play because the guy next to me is gonna make his. Dude, dude, dude. I, that I was in the last few secondaries I was in with the Niners. My last couple of years there, it was. I mean, one of them won the Super Bowl, and the next one was the number one defense in in the league. And it was like you better get the ball because I didn't feel like having to pay the other guys. Because every because it was it, it cost you money every time a guy got a pick. Yeah. And and if he and if he got a pick and, and took it to the house, then you had to double down. You had to pay double on it. And it was like I ain't trying to lose my paycheck out here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so 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 that's 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 the type of competition level that we had. That's how it was at practice. It was like nobody catches the ball on you. It, it gets it, but like like nobody. I don't care if it's Jerry. I don't care if it's Steve Young throwing a Jerry Rice. They don't catch balls on you. You know why? You may be playing against them one day. Yeah. I, I'm never. I'm never gonna let you feel like you can get me. Like I'm an easy meal. Like no, no. So that's that's so that's how I feel about bringing in more talent into the secondary. You know, I say every year you got to bring in more DBs. But I like the fact that you brought in starting caliber D, uh, DBs. Now let's see how these corners develop because it's been a while since we developed some corners, um, high end corners. And that's, that's what I want to see. And the safety position, I said, you got to get somebody in the middle. That's, that's the one you got to start turning the ball over in the safety position. Um, and, um, the kid from SC. Yeah. I, so I, I, get, I, I love this pick. ED. Yeah, did I mean didn't he? I think he got. I, I think in six games he got four picks. Yeah, he he and it was in consecutive games as well. Yeah. And but not just that. I mean, he's a disruptor. He can come up and he can yeah. play in the box. He can tackle. He you know he can get behind the line of scrimmage. He can blitz. Um, he can pretty much do it all. Tal- Talanoa Hufunga, um, the fifth round pick out of USC. Um, I I'm surprised he he lasted this long. To be perfectly honest, uh, you talk about ball hawk. I mean, he he. He has a knack for the ball, and mm-hmm. he's been trained by Troy Palomalu um, for years now. Um, you know, he, he trained, you know, almost exclusive with, exclusively with him uh, leading up to the draft, but they developed the relationship, uh, you know, throughout the years. And so uh, Palomalu has been, you know, sort of a mentor type for him and, and, and has, you know, sort of looked out for him and, and given him advice and work and workouts and things of that nature. So 
Um, I mean, he if 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 he shows what he showed, and this wasn't just. I mean, last year was was phenomenal. The, the shortened season that he had, but you know, throughout mm-hmm. his throughout his career, he he's been he's been a player, and so I I I love the yeah, I love the pick I, by Hafanga, and the fact that I'm he's got that Troy one. in his ear. I mean that. I mean that that I mean you can't you can't, that can't say hurt. too much. Yeah, that, that that can't hurt at all. The only thing I hope he doesn't follow Troy's um training um regiment because Troy was like never he was never one for weights and he would do all the band <laughs> stuff and everything. Well, but, but that, but, I mean, but he, also he did he I, did. I, there was some of that. Uh, there was some yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to he's got to get beyond that. That's why Troy's body fell apart on him too. Well, you know, I, I hell you you can't say anything bad about Troy. Troy's a hell of a player. He was a big time player. Um, and playmaker, and, and, and it was just his instincts and everything. But his body just shut down on him. So I'm, that's that's the that's the only thing that I hope that you that he doesn't do is just follow his his complete workout. You gotta you gotta grab some some racks. You gotta put some plates on those bars from time to time if you want to survive in the NFL. I'm sorry, um, but I think Troy could have played longer if he had done that. But anyway. The, we we he's this is that's a player and and to have that guy in your ear is not going to hurt at all at all. Uh, the the final pick for the Niners in this draft, Elijah Mitchell, uh, another running back. So they they moved up to get Sermon in the in the third round, um, and then they they uh, take Mitchell, another tailback out of the University of Louisiana. He 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 sort of fits more of the mold, right? Like he's a burner. Right, and that, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the guys that you, that you expect that we've seen, you know, in the building and, and that have had success here over the last yeah. few years um, under under Kyle um, out, out of the backfield. And so, um, look, I mean, I, I I like what they did in the draft. I mean, I I, I, I you talked about it a little bit a little bit earlier. I mean, I I would have. I, mean, I don't. I just don't know that there were guys out there, you know, in terms of edge guys, um, you know. Yeah. And so I, I just don't know that they were out. I mean, obviously you would have loved to to have a guy, but I just don't know that they were out there. Um, wide receiver is an, in, an interesting one too, as well, because I mean, you did lose Bourne, right? Um, and so. But you don't need. You don't need. What's well, so Okay, this that's one. And I was getting tweets. They were like, "They should have got a wide receiver and all this stuff." And I was like, "You don't need it." I was like, "You, you, ha- I, um, uh, um, ba, ba is your number one." Um, you got and De- I think he, I, 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 and you have Debo. Debo's your number two. You got your starting wide receivers. Yeah. You got you got your one and two. So everybody else. And you got that kiddo guy in. too, right? So you got that you got that kiddo guy. You also have um, and and we'll see because remember you still have heard that they're trying to see if they can get something out of him. There was no they invested in wide receivers two three years in a row. You got to get, and that's why I was like, it's time to get a running back. It's time to get um, DBs. Yeah. Because you you had been investing in starting caliber wide receivers in the first, second, third round. Now you got to start doing that at other positions, it, because it, you know some of these guys have to pan out, and that's what they're doing, and that's that's what I like. But I mean, I mean, I'm like, how many how many wide receivers do you need? Because <laughs> everyone's like, you need more wide receivers. Yeah. Ba Ba looks like a real receiver. Let him develop. Debo is a guy that you can. He's your gadget guy. He's your slot guy. He's your he's your um, you know your 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 end around guy. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be that guy. You you have and he can run routes for you as well. So now you can find the third guy. You can find a third guy, and that's so. That's what I'm saying. With Bourne, that's what it is. You lost. Bourne was Bourne was the third guy. Yeah. Now he was he was more consistent. And I like him a lot, and I think he's going to play well, um, in in um, New England. I think he'll be fine. I think he can be he can be your number two. I, I do believe that. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's a number one. I don't think he's in. He's. I don't see him as that guy. I don't see. I don't see him breaking down. Um, when the coverage is designed to stop him, I don't see him breaking down defenses like that. Um, he's a good player. He's a very good player, and I think he now as the number two guy, I think he will eat because he's he's very good. So I think he can eat if you really utilize him in that way. But you don't need more receivers. Like I'm, I'm like, come on. I mean, that that's that's not, not not number one. You have a you got a a play caller who doesn't even want to throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle, we've got. Trust me, Kyle will run. He will run the ball every play of the game if you let him. We've seen it. 
I'm not making it up. We saw it happen in the playoffs. He will run the ball every play if you can't tackle. He doesn't want to throw the ball, but he knows it's a necessary evil, so you got to have a quarterback that can throw it. Um, and you have to have and you have to have wide receivers that can get open, but you don't need five, six of them. <laughs> you um, don't. Um I I I love the draft. I love I love signing day. I love the draft. Um, I love seeing, you know, young men, young people, young women as, as well. You know, their their dreams realized. Mm-hmm. Um, they they you know they, they, a lot of them they put in you know, a, you know so much hard work, so much goes into it, right? And and but, hell yeah. But there's the the draft especially for me because it's it's a reminder and it kind of puts me on my soapbox uh, as well because. Um, so I I hate the fact that so many of our youngsters are specialized at, at such a young age, right? Like that just yeah. bo- that bothers me. Um, and but you look at the draft, right? You look at guys, especially taken high in the draft, right? The, like these dudes play multiple sports in high school, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. like Trey Lance was all you know all 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 all, all city you know all, all state um basketball player as well. In addition to to being um you know, to being, you know, dynamic in football. And so uh, it just it just goes to show you, right, like you don't – like little, little Jimmy doesn't have to specialize at, at eight years old. You know what I mean? Like like he can – I've said he, that. He can, yeah. he can do it. He can play other sports and, and still excel. And, and, and these guys and these guys make it. And, and another thing that I love, um, especially as, as a guy who, you know, kind of kind of follows the high schools and, and the recruiting and, and mm-hmm. stuff a little bit um, – Trey Lance was a three-star recruit coming out, right? Like no, like he uh-huh. he had very little offers, um, mostly mm-hmm. mid majors. Like Boise State may have been like his highest rated offer, right? Um, there's another kid who got drafted by the the Chargers, Rashawn Slater, another three-star kid, right? These guys all of a sudden they're top top thirteen picks in the NFL draft, right? Like there's so mm-hmm. much put on like these high schoolers and these stars and these blue chippers and this that and the other, and then it's like. Okay, well, well, what happens next, right? And then you get these guys that you know, maybe they're late bloomers. Maybe they were just overlooked because of you know where where they grew up at, or maybe they didn't have the money to go to the camps, this, that, or the other. And, and all of a sudden now, you know, they get on the college level and they have their opportunity to shine, and, and they shine and they become you know top picks in the draft. So it's very, um, I, I love it, man. I love, I just, I just love seeing that. I love, I love hearing those those types of stories. Um, and so, yeah. um, it's it's, it's just I'll great. Be- and, and the draft is always a reminder of that. Signing day too, to to a lesser extent. Yeah, well, the draft, and once you start going to professional level, I'm with you on the the fact that I I'm a strong believer, and you know I've told you this before as well. Let kids play different sports because you you utilize different different muscle, muscle groups. groups and you learn different concepts of competing uh, and against others about yourself. Um, there are certain sports that are more mental. Um, certain sports are more physical. Hand-eye coordination is different in different sports. And you can utilize all those things to become a better football player. Because as a former football player, I will say this. And there are a lot of guys, I, I, it's not a question of toughness or anything like that. There's no question. You got to be fearless to play football, especially at a professional level. Every guy's tough, but football is the easiest sport to play. You got to be you got to be crazy to do it. But we all have that. But we we all have that same equal level of crazy to play the game at this level. We all have we all have the same level of crazy. So that's so that's you. So once you get beyond that, you can you can just wash that out. It's that's a that's a given that the crazy is there. Um, because you got to be a little crazy to think it's a good idea to run into a full grown man who's running at you full speed. You got to, you got to be crazy because you, you know, you know, you, in the back of your mind, you know, it's not going to turn out well, but you do it anyway and you kind of enjoy it. So that's, so you know that, but, um, but just the actual playing of the game, um, basketball, basketball takes much more athletic ability to play much more, far more to play basketball. And hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do on planet Earth. Yeah, especially, it's especially one, golf ball. one that moves. Yes, it's it's, it's harder. It, it's it's the, those sports. So, b- football is an easier sport to play. Um, so you can so once you play these as you play these other sports, then you develop the 
uh, the skill sets to do those things, it equates to making you such uh, a better football player. And that's why you see so many guys that excel, especially at the, um, um, you know, at at the exposed positions. When you start getting to the skill positions, you you see so many guys that excel at those positions that played other sports. So yeah, it's it's a shame that people feel like in the sixth, seventh, eighth grade they have to pick a sport. I I I, I hate that too. I hate yeah. that. Yeah, it it, it makes yeah. it makes it makes no sense to me. Um, but that's sort of the world we live in, right? It's just kind of kind of what it is, kind of what it's become. Uh, but I mean, you know, we're we're missing like those in high school like and in high school, right? There was always, you know, that that three-sport athlete and, and he could have been phenomenal in all three of them or maybe, you know, he was really really good mm-hmm. in this one, but maybe not so good in that one or whatever, but you know, we're seeing that um less and less. And and, and so uh it's it's a reminder to to folks that look, you can you don't you don't have to play football year round. You don't have to play basketball year round. You don't have to play no. baseball year round to to make it. You know you you can continue to 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 thrive in, in some of those other sports, get those other experiences. You know and 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 still go forward and, and still make it. So um, uh, if kudos. you're good, yeah, you'll make it. Yeah, if it, you're good, yeah, and, and, and they will all. find you too, right? They they will find you. Um, so c- congrats to all all these young men who whose dreams have, have been realized. Um. Look, obviously, a ton, ton more, you know, post-draft coverage uh, to come. Uh, appreciate y'all for, for, for rocking with us as always. Um, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. If there's a, a like button on your subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, always feel free to get involved in the show. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. He, he's way more active on, on, on the old Twitter than, than I am. Like he, he actually holds court. Um, it may it may take me a while. I don't I don't have my notifications on on Twitter, so so sometimes like it may just take me a while just to see the message before <laughs> I even I even get back to it. Um, and same with Instagram too. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.